Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and tonight I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we have Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and we also have Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato, my two very close Batman Friends, that's right, man. Yep. You guys are big Batman people. Huge, huge Batman people. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, uh, we do not have T Sweat with us here tonight, so you will, uh, as you're listening, you will not hear his voice. Sadly, we'll we'll talk about that more in a minute. Um, definitely sad he's not here. But uh, boys, I'm excited. We are here to talk about the Batman. Yeah, and I'm yep. glad. I'm glad it's finally here. The day the day has come. Uh, Batman is on the big screen again. Yep. Um, far far too long. It really it really has been a long time. And I'm telling you, man, I'm definitely a Batman fan. All yeah, day. and uh, and I'm happy to see him be like the focal point instead of just a an addition to. Um, he never really got like a proper you know introduction in the DCEU. In my mind, he was just kind of this extra character. Yeah, he you was know, a supporting to, to cast. In. Yeah. yeah. What I mean, um. What uh, <laughs> what do you mean by it's been a long time? Uh, I mean, the Dark Knight series, the Batman Begins, yeah. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises was like the the main like where Batman was a focal point. Like yeah. where he, it, he I mean, mentioned it's basically been ba- ten ten ben years Affleck, since Ben Affleck was, was always a the part of an point. ensemble. Okay, I um, just I, you made it sound like we haven't seen Batman in no, a long no, no. time. Trust me, we I, I was fine with Batfleck. Like he, he was fine. I I, I enjoyed. Yeah, he was one his, of the best parts, honestly. I, yeah, he was one of the best parts of those yeah. movies, but. He was not the focal point. He was not the centerpiece. He had yeah. to share this, share the time with the rest of the Justice League. Yeah, he's a part of a team. Yeah, yeah, which is anti-Batman. Like he, he does things by himself. Yeah, mm. he doesn't play well with others. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so this is the this is the movie now with Robert Pattinson. We're back to focusing on the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Uh, before we get into our discussion of the movie, big shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Uh, we. We love you so much, and we're we're excited to talk about you know cool movies like this and yeah. to review them. And we just want to encourage you to please like and subscribe uh, to the podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a review that helps us out tremendously, and share this podcast with some of your friends. If you got a friend that's a Batman friend, um, of you, wait, no, if you have a friend that's a Batman fan, he they might have Batman friends, Batman, maybe. Batman, <laughs> Batman friends. Um, yeah, share this podcast uh, with them, and that helps us out tremendously. All right. Um, let's talk about it. Yeah. I actually saw something on Twitter that said uh, <laughs> that the Batman is titled um, in a way that, like, your mom would say it. <laughs> the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Are you seeing The Batman today? Yeah. 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 The right. Bat- uh, but anyways, man, The Batman, Robert Pattinson. Let's freaking get into it. Uh, spoiler warning. Um, yeah. Full. I'd love to hear just y'all's. Actually, let's let's start here. You guys are both massive Batman fans. I mean, safe yeah. to say, you're yes. he, Justin. That's your favorite superhero for sure. Oh, easily, yeah. Hands and down. Shimato. Yeah. No, the Flash is your favorite, right? Total overall. No, Batman. Oh, still Batman my, number one. Batman is my, is my number one. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so great. So for you two, how how did you guys experience it last night? Or today, for in, in yeah, your yeah, case, Shimato. Yeah, Shimato, you came rolling. <laughs> yeah, Shimato, you just watched yeah. it. <laughs> yes, like you got done an hour ago. That's yeah. awesome. Um, I mean, I I mean, I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was completely. It had a very different feel to it than um, you know, uh, w- what we had seen in any other Batman film that we had seen so far. So it was, it was really cool seeing it go in the direction that it went, and you know, it just it, it felt more like a 
like a thriller. I yeah. felt like you know I was watching more of that, which is, um, you know, which is a lot of times a part of the Batman um storyline that we don't get a whole lot to see on li- in li- especially in live action because you know I mean I mean you you sometimes forget as the an average fan sometimes forget that he's considered the world's greatest detective. That's right. Like, I mean, but, you know, you lots of times don't see that play out as much in the live-action versions of himself. Yeah, and for, for me, I mean, I feel like the movie was very immersive in the yeah. in, in in the universe. Like, the fact that it's a mystery, and you're, you as the audience are trying to solve it along with Batman, uh, it kind of led me back to, like, when I was reading, like, the graphic novels yeah. and, and, and going through page by page, like, trying to figure out the storyline that's going that's unfolding like it it just it hit on so many levels and like it just really drew me as the audience into the story with the character of Batman and uh building on your uh on your idea of how immersive it was um especially the way it was shot was there were a oh, lot yeah. of like scenes where you were either seeing something from somebody's perspective um although it was very odd to see the car chase that went on but that was it was all like street level that you were seeing in the car chase that the, the giant car chase they had yeah like everything was there were a lot of shots where it was point of view um that you were seeing so it was it, like once again you were seeing a lot of from the point of view of the characters yeah and i i first off cinematography in this whole entire movie was absolutely gorgeous like yeah. it, just the the angles they had the um the the moments of of focus when it's on a character's expressions or on the intensity of a look like it was just it was honestly it was it was next level very very chilling yeah or even like fading in and out of like just like even even more like broader on like the cinematography like having something be blurred yeah the way things were blurred and and things like that depending on how the character was seeing or how they wanted you to see certain things um even something as simple as they had an entire scene where at one point um robert pattinson um bruce wayne was um watching um Catwoman drive away on the motorcycle just from the review view mirror of the mm-hmm. of his, his cycle yeah. of motorcycle. his cycle <laughs> yeah yeah so that that even that was like a very oh. interesting there were a lot of like like I said a lot of odd um, shots that were you just wouldn't see normally in movies well even the opening of the movie you're literally like first person of yeah. uh, of the Riddler watching his first victim like yes. and it's it's a cre- it's a creepy scene because yes. you're looking at the street level. Things are partaking, but you hear the <sighs> yes, the heavy then, breathing. Yeah, yes. and then he's going window to window to window, and then you see a um, ninja and like doing martial arts, and then yeah. it's revealed it's a Halloween, right? And uh, <laughs> and then like he's watching his son pretend to kill uh, the the mayor, and yeah. then he falls down. Like this whole perspective thing is it's it was yes. very, very interesting to see. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, and one one thing I loved about the perspective thing that they did was it was a great way to show like kind of like blur the lines between hero and villain in my mind because those the, the way that you saw that the only two times that you see it are through the eyes of the riddler and through the eyes of batman himself so you see that those two times where it kind of looked like they were looking through goggles yeah. or like or like looking through like a, a lens of some sort the only two times you see that is with those two characters and it's blurring the lines between who really is the hero who's the villain who, um, how similar are they? And it's creating a lot of the things like blurring the lines there, which, well, which the, the whole storyline is built a lot of, a lot on how their similarities are and where 
you know, right. they where they happen to fall. And both those scenes just so happen to kind of give you the creepy vibes because yes. not only is he following Selena Kyle as Batman, and then yes. she starts to undress. Yeah, and you're you're like, okay, uh, this is just as creepy as Riddler watching. Yeah, uh, the the mayor. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So Bruce is a creep. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you got a little creeper in him. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, in general, doing surveillance work is pretty creepy work in general. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like to watch people. That's, yeah, it's funny you mention that though, because when he was watching Selena, I thought at first I was like, "Oh, Riddler's here for his next victim." Mm-hmm. Like I really thought that. No, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. I think I agree about the cinematography. Actually, would you guys care to know what I think? As a, I would love yes, to hear what you as think a, as a as a fan, as a skeptic of DC. Well, I mean, the Dark Knight was kind of. I love. Your, I do your, love Batman. Your yeah. gate. You're opening mm-hmm. the gate to your christening. World. Yeah, mm-hmm, I do. I certainly love Batman. Um, I mostly enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. Um, I think it's always going to be if you, if you ever in a, if you ever go in a movie like this comparing it to. The Nolan trilogy, you're just you know, more than likely we're never going to get there again with any superhero movie, right? So you got to remind yourself of that. But um, I think one of the best things about this movie, and I really mean this, um, it's a three hour movie. And honestly, guys, it to me, it didn't feel like a three hour movie. Yeah. And I say that in a positive way. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm 100% there with you. Um, yeah. Me and me and my uh, fiance actually went to it, and I actually did not tell her how long the movie was going to be. Oh, really? Because good, I was like, uh, just in case she, I didn't want her to be cold, get some cold feet. Yeah, like get cold feet about going to watch it and stuff like that. And then you know, oh, I, I was talking about cold feet about marrying him. But <laughs> no, no, no. Who knows? That too. That um, too. But yeah, like I didn't tell her, and at the end, and I was like, you know. I didn't tell you how long it was going to be because, you know, I felt like you might not be there. And she was like, well, you know what? Uh, it, I, it didn't really feel like it was that long. I didn't feel good. like I was ever bored in it. So, I mean, it was a good Dude, you know, choice there. In fact, so much so that in a similar way to The Dark Knight, like I kept feeling like it's like, when is it actually over? Like it keeps, it keeps feeling like it's almost over and then it's yeah. not. With this movie, I kept thinking like, you know, like, they rode away in their motorcycles. I was like, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to come. Yeah. Like, I really thought, like, and I did a good job of not checking my watch, not checking the time. Yeah. But I, I was like. I didn't even wear a watch. I was I like, I, I was like, I know that I've been in this theater for a while, but it still feels like there could be more. And I thought that was really good. So, um, what else? What other thoughts do I have? Um, you know, DC is oftentimes um, darker. And there were some, yeah. There well, were some there things were some, oh, there were that were, there yeah. were some moments that were uncomfortable for me, and just, just, just seeing real evil and sadistic, you know, things that I just didn't like. Um, what else? And then, well, we'll go into more of this later. You're not, a, you're not a gory guy, right? No, like, you don't like, no. yeah. There were some moments that torture were pretty, that were pretty uh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, another positive, I'd say, is there's a couple moments that, you know, in every Batman movie, you're gonna get a couple moments of just brutal physicality and action that are like, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there were a couple yeah. moments that were like, yes, I got fired up. I got really fired well, up. Well, that opening scene versus those thugs, like uh, yeah, the true. train. Yeah, that, <laughs> the, the, like the emerging from the shadows and then you seeing his figure and then yeah. he just wails on these guys, man. I love how the, like the trailers made it seem like they were like the Joker gang or something like that. Uh-huh. But then it was just literally Halloween. They just painted their faces. Right, like, yeah. It was, it, was, it was pretty crazy, ooh, though. Ooh, um, maybe, maybe we can kind of go into a little more details on this, but it did feel different. And one of the ways it felt really different to me, but I really liked it, is how um, 
Bruce Wayne was like narrating yes. this movie. Yes, yeah. that like was that a, was cool. A few different instances, there was like journal entries that he was just like you're hearing his internal thoughts. Now they're also on paper because there's journals, but. I love that. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a nice little twist. Like when the movie started with him and you heard his voice talking, like I, I was already in it, man, because yeah. the, first off, that voice sounded like great. I was like, wow, this is his Batman voice. This is fantastic. Like it's a lot different than the, yeah, like the gargling that Christian Bale did. Yeah. Well, and I think it also lends more to the idea of the detective side, once again, is it's, you're getting that inner monologue as he's thinking through it, you know, as he's going through, as he's trying to figure out the what is going on. It's it's similar to like how um, almost how like Sherlock was set up in some right. ways, in the sense that like you could he like a, as he was working it out in his mind. Yeah. Similar yeah. how Sherlock would work work through things as he was um, working through things. So you felt like you were getting the process more than just seeing the result. Yeah. You know, cause that's somehow it, how it turns out. If you don't get some of that inner monologue as it's working through, cause you, if you don't get that inner monologue, you can either do just straight results or the, or the, um, un, kind of unnecessary long, like explanation of what is going on, which kind of takes away sometimes from the scene. Yeah, and when he like kind of time stamped it as Halloween, I was yeah. like, oh, oh, are we about to get a long Halloween storyline? Like, are we gonna get every holiday? Is gonna be something happening? Uh, but no, it didn't. Nope. Go, it didn't go that. It route. was all. It, it was only it was a week. One week. Yeah, this yes. was all one week, which was pretty crazy to think of. Yeah, um, but yeah, that inner, mon- inner monologue was pretty great. Uh, gosh, man, I don't. Robert Pattinson, he killed it in this one. Man. Yeah, he was. It was awesome. He did a great job. Yeah, let's talk about him for a little bit. Um, did you guys? I kind of felt like he, f- I don't know, found his voice figuratively and literally <laughs> throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, like, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Like I felt like I had to. It took a little bit of time for me to believe in him as Batman, but I eventually got there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're led to believe this is year two, is what it apparently yeah. would have made it sound like. Yeah, because some people don't even know who he is. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they Which think he's just, was like a, just a rumor or something like that, right? Yeah. I find it funny because the year one comic book storyline, like, it's literally Batman's first year, but they're like, oh, we're going to base it kind of on that, but, like, we're going to get year two. Like, yeah. Was, like, oh, he's a little bit yeah, further along. a little along. bit further along. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean... A lot of it was like kind of like trial and error, which with some of the things that he did, um, like for example, like with him using his like grappling hook and f- like flying through the city. Yeah. Like obviously, he gets to a point where he can just use his cape to, to glide. But in this in this movie, you could see like he pulls these strings. This little suit comes over. He c- grabs onto the wings and then he flies out. Well, well even before he 100 percent do, does that to kind of even show that there's the like ledge. a moment when of he runs up yes, to the, ledge. the moment of the yeah. le- at the ledge where he's. A little bit, you know, apprehensive. Like, like, hesitates. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he hesitates just for a moment. It, you, and you kind of just reminding you, oh, he's still, he's still towards the beginning yeah. of the process of this. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, like, you see it through a lot of the movie where he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's making these decisions about wh- who he wants to be as Batman. Like, what is he as Batman? Yeah. And um, I do think there are, there are some definite points where you get to see that there he's made mistakes like he's and especially like at the you know at the very end you know where he's you know in when he's in gotham square garden Um, (laughs) how does it make you feel (laughs) 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 but but yeah with he's when he's in gotham square garden and you know they pull off you know the guy's um, a mask, and he's like, "I'm vengeance," and it's like, and you just see for a moment, like mm-hmm. he's he's taking back once again. And he's like, 
this isn't what I want to be. This is not what I want to show the world, right. um, you know. And of course, they do that whole like after that, he does that whole sim- symbolic scene of him literally being the light of um, <laughs> that as he's leading all the people out of the um, out of the wreckage. The, the wreckage, yeah. yeah. Literally, you know, the wreckage of the city. He's literally being the light that is guiding the people out, and it's uh, a phys- of course a physical representation of what he wants to actually be for the city. Well, he even says it in that last little like monologue yeah. thing where he's like. Uh, he's like I, I was trying to inspire, yeah. but I didn't. I didn't do like it, it wasn't the right way. Yes, and he inspired the like the villains to come yes. out and to, and play with him pretty much. Yeah. But, uh which I think changes his mindset going forward, like in years three, four, or five, or whatever. Yeah. Right, like he's gonna try to do things a little bit, a little bit differently. Well, I think one of the biggest like ideas with Batman is, especially with Batman, is the idea that he has. There's a lot of storylines that go along about that he has created a lot of these villains, like in the sense yeah, of although he is technically fighting them, a lot of them, like a lot of people, in a lot of the storylines, they talk about how well he's actually created a lot of these villains too, and how truthful it is or not can be debated. But um, like I think that's kind of what they were getting at in that very moment too, is that you know he may not have meant to, but he did in a way inspire the negative, you know environment and he is consciously going to from this point on try to bring out the light side yeah. like bring out the more positive ways that he can be influential in the city man it's there's a lot of layers to batman i think that's why i truly feel like moving forward with batman we just yep. need to like keep him and his universe separate from all the rest of the jla stuff yep. Don't try to make us some massive cinematic universe because, the, like, Batman is so complex. Yeah. His, his character is so complex. His villains and his rogue gallery, like, you literally could have a yeah. cinematic universe just solely on that. Like, mm-hmm. the Joker could carry a, a three-movie arc easily. Yeah. Uh, Two-Face can carry a three-movie arc. Like, all these people can carry these massive arcs. Like, yeah. it's it's... I don't know. You don't need Superman to make the story better. You don't need Flash to make the story better. No. Like, I don't know. That's just... My thoughts coming out of the movie, I was like, let's keep this in a bubble and like yeah. let's it's okay if the other stuff exists. Yeah. So Do we want to go there right now? I mean, you, uh, you just we, opened that I, door. I did. I opened that door. We can park it for a minute. We got we got some stuff to talk about. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. You know, yeah. I got a little I got a little excited, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, a little so boxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about some other things we loved about the movie. For me, um, I actually really enjoyed the amount of times that we saw um, uh, Gordon and Batman together, yeah. yeah, like working like together. I yeah. thought that was awesome, and and he only did the like sneak away thing one time, yeah, one time, yeah, you know. Which for me it was like, if I'm Gordon, like that's the last place I want to be left alone in that abandoned mansion <laughs> with right. tweakers yeah. everywhere. That's true. You're right. Good point. <laughs> yeah. But I love seeing, and you kind of talked about him. What, what do you call him? The great te- te- detective or something? World's world's finest detective. Yeah, the yeah. world's greatest detective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. Them showing this movie showing his ability to just like his intuition. Yeah, he his, followed his gut a lot. Most yeah, of the time. his and way like, to do even just deducing stuff. You know, well, right. yeah, bringing him into the crime scene, like the the first crime scene he brings yes. him into, and like commissioners walking and the cameras Batman's perspective, and like everybody's just like, oh, looking. that was a great. It was so good, yeah. man. Yeah, that and was I, good. And I love the way that the the detective, like the like the feel that he even had in that scene as he was he was stumbling, he was mm. fumbling, he was. 
you, but his body language as he is, mm-hmm. he's moving away. Like, they, like you get to really see how uncomfortable he was in the situation, seeing Batman there, yeah. where he was like, "Excuse me," and he tried yeah. to get by. Which you know, either because for the most part, when you see Batman in these situations, either one of two things: he's either surprised showing up and cops are trying to capture him, or there's just this inexplicable just. Hey, he's here. All the cops are cool with it, even though he's supposed to be hunted down. Right, correct. Where instead, and this was very, it was very like uncomfortable. The cops didn't really know what to do. They felt you you feel like the like just the like I said, like the uncomfortable nature as he was walking, and you feel it in the cops in the way they reacted, in the way that even that detective just couldn't really compose himself quite as much when he was. You know, trying to right. tell um, Gordon what was going on. Well, even the crime scene photographer, like uh, Batman, yeah. walked away for a minute and saw the, where the the weapon had originally landed, yeah. and the, and he walked away from it. And the photographer followed him and took a picture of it. I yeah, like, that was good. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, you could just see her like all of a sudden more intensely because she she saw Batman just notice it for just yeah. like, and she was like, okay, Enough. well, yeah. this Seconds. must yeah. be yeah. important. If he this must it, be yeah. important. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, man. And, I, I love that. <laughs> Well, and it was from the same angle too, with when like when the Riddler, you see him beat like beating his head in, and the and then he goes to pick it up, and he when the Riddler walks to pick it up, it's the same angle as Batman walking to pick it up, and yeah, or or go to that same spot, and it was oh, yeah, man, such so such good, I can't I can't I can't get over it enough, man. Yes, all right, each of you share something that like you loved. I mean, it could be okay. It could be anything. So the the one of the big things I loved about this is that it was an origin story without being an origin story. Yeah. Like, you kind of are already in the thick of it. We know it's year two. You don't see the alleyway, uh, shooting the parents scene, yes. pearls breaking, yeah, flying, thank God. rolling down the alley. Like, you don't see that. No. Um, but the way they do it is, like, they kind of do a little n- a news clip it, clip it, and, like, they don't even focus on the, the family's mom and yeah. dad's death as being the, the focal point. Like they, they talk about the events that happened um, leading up to that moment of, yeah. and, and focusing more on like Falcone and, and uh, the, the favor that was, that Thomas Wayne asked rather than the tragedy of him becoming an orphan. Like yeah. that, I don't know. I appreciated yeah. it as a Batman fan. I appreciate it because like how many times can we kill this character's family? Like, like, yeah, well, it's, and it's, and it's cool. And it's cool the way they did it early on. They all they 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 still nodded to it, and the the news report made the comparison um, to like uh, when when his parents died twenty yeah. years prior. Oh yeah, and then just seeing him make eye contact with the boy. Yeah, yeah, like that was enough to like. To to remind us, like he knows. Any time that he made eye contact with the boy, or three three times. I know. Right? Yeah, and yeah. And then he just, saved him. Yeah, and then he saved him. Yeah. Just the, the the way the camera focused in on him and how it slowly like kind of panned in, and the look of intensity that Robert Pattinson was delivering, man, ugh, so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it was. So just, it, it, you just said uh, it was a great way to show you how Bruce Wayne would have reacted without you actually having to see like Bruce Wayne reacting to it, right. like in, in the real moment. Time. Yeah. yeah, you get to see this other child going through those moments um yeah you know but you know that that's really bruce wayne yeah he's a stand-in for bruce wayne in those moments right um and you know his relationship with the city and things like that and then of course you know paying off at the end with Mm -hmm. you know the kid um you know being the first to give his hand out yes Mm -hmm. you know so that that was that was 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 the one of the main things i loved yeah it was it was just refreshing to see as a as a batman fan it's good shimato give us something you love man um, I mean, I really just um, 
I love the way that they were able to balance the villains, um, you know, with, you know, I felt like you got a good time on each of them. I feel, and yeah. there wasn't, it didn't feel like they were ever stepping on each other's toes. They were interacting and playing out, but it never was like super forced or, you know, and I think it worked out well with, you know, the Riddler kind of working against the villains, but kind of being like a, a secondary, like a, a third team almost. Yeah. Like you had Batman and, you know, on one side, then you had Falcone and penguin. the Penguin on one side, and then you had the Riddler kind of working against both yeah. of them. So I felt like it worked well in that way. Um, and I just, I, I mean, I just, I, I love the way that, that the, the dynamics of that worked. And I like the way that they, like I said earlier, I love, I love the way that they were blurring the lines between the Riddler and Batman and yeah, himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Especially that end conversation they have in, yeah. the, in the, the Arkham. Yes, like that was. We did this together. We're we're a team. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, that was a, that was an awesome yeah. scene. Yeah, it was. And then he's like, Ooh. "You're not as smart as I thought you were. Yeah, you don't get it. You don't yeah. see the big picture." In fact, we need it. Yeah, sorry, we'll come back to that. But yeah, that we was will. great. We scene. will. It was, and it and was. just yeah, and you know, it very much showed like. Their relationship was very um, indicative of what Gotham is going through in the sense of, like, you know, how the rich in Gotham and how the poor in Gotham, how you could be raised this you know, completely different but have, have the same base scenario. But, the you know, by the flip of a coin, Bruce is born into, you know, money. So, therefore, you know, he's able to be, you know, be raised this one way, whereas... You know, the Riddler is, you know, poor, is a poor orphan, and he's, you know, waking up to rats biting him in the night. Right. Babies are dying yeah. every winter because it's so cold. You know, they're not sure where their food is coming from. It's, it's, it's an interesting way to show, like, the, 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 be a living embodiment of what the city is going through mm -hmm. in that um, time mm -hmm. period. Mm, man, so good, man. That's good. Okay. Um, Something else that I loved, and to me, this was one of my this this moment was only a few a few beats long, and and but it to me this was the introduction of the the Batmobile. Oh, was oh yeah, the greatest introduction. <laughs> I, I mean this for any any Batmobile stuff, machinery, anything. Like he's he's shot on the ground. And then you just hear this engine revving, and everyone's like slowly looking over there. Yeah. And the anticipation, like it was, I was like different parts of the car lighting up first. Oh you see my the, gosh. Like the blue in the back, and then all of a sudden, like the engine peeking out of the the hood. Like, yeah. So oh, like the gosh. cinematography and the sound, not only the sound of the, like the engine revving, but yeah. there was also other sounds. Like it had this like yeah. ominous wind. Yeah. Like going on as well. And was, tell me, tell me if I'm wrong here, but like the my, the biggest regret was this one scene not watching this in IMAX. Like yeah, this, that would have been it. Would have hit uh, so yeah, much. It would it would have hit so much harder. You probably would have been deaf. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> oh man. But it was it was an amazing yeah. like intro to and and that's all we got of it. I mean, and he drove it around other times. Right. Yeah. Um, and obviously the, the chase scene was great yeah. too. Just just right after this wild but, chasing, yeah, yeah. But man, that was it. it I was getting goosebumps when the, <laughs> when it was revving up because you didn't know it was over there. Yeah. You know, like like I had no idea. And uh, what a, what an entrance for, entrance for the Batmobile, man. Yeah, oh, man, it, the Batmobile was. Uh, I mean, when I saw it in the trailers, I was like, oh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure, but like once you see it like fully unveiled, yeah, it, it, 
It's so cool, man. It's, it's intense. Yeah, and it, and it's kind of it's grounded too. It's not. Yeah. It's not like like Batman Forever where you get that long fin and it's just like the 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 cannon yeah. style uh, flames <laughs> coming out the yeah. back, like yeah, or no, or uh, you know even you know. In the Nolan universe, it's literally just a tank. Right. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Like this is like a challenger or a yeah. charger or something like that. And it's it's able to just go. Like yeah. it's it, it's really it's grounded, it's cool. And the fact that he rode a motorcycle most of the time too, which was yeah, I, I enjoyed that too. That was definitely Ducati. It had to be in Ducati. Like yeah. it was it was nice. It was nice looking too. So um another another thing that I loved was you mentioned the 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 villains and how they were in kind of like three separate planes. Yeah. Right. Um so Falcone, John Turturro, like yes. he kind of stole it from me, man. Like he had a presence about him, a mob style presence yeah. that, like, I don't know, it kind of made me believe the criminal underground a little bit more in Gotham. Yeah. Like just because, I mean, yeah, Penguin, he was cool. I liked Penguin. Like Colin Farrell did his thing in his costume, right? But like Falcone kind of cemented that like yeah. mob mentality for me, and I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, like he didn't seem just like this overly mean, like, mafia lord. Yeah. You know, like, he seemed, like, laid back, but also super serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, you know, he's playing pool. He's having fun. Yeah. He's making, cracking jokes. But he's okay. also going to strangle you. I mean, very <laughs> yeah. similar to, like, yeah. the, the Godfather. Like, Marlon Brando. Like, he yeah. was a respected figure in, like, the community. Like, he was he was that, uh, but you know, if you, like, you crossed him, like, you're like, oh, shoot, yeah. man. I might right. as well just, like, be dead. Like, there was no need for him to raise his voice. Right. Like, it was. You knew. You knew. Yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of that idea. Like, that idea. It's like, you know, if yeah, you. Yeah, well said. Like, you listen because you know you need to listen. Yeah. So you don't have to raise your voice. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, John Turturro just yeah. like, he, I mean, you're used to seeing in these like comedy roles, like they're yes, like he's like, usually like the butt of jokes or yeah. something like that. Like it's, I don't know. when I think of him, I think of I know it's ridiculous, but I think of him in uh, Don't Mess with the Zohan. Don't oh like gosh. <laughs> oh man, I thought you were gonna say Big Lebowski. I was gonna be like, oh, well, I mean, well, yeah, there's obviously. Big Lebowski too, yeah. but. I always think of Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so that, that's a, that's number two for me. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. But no, he did good. He yeah. Did really I good. Thought, yeah, I thought so, too. And the fact that he had shades on in the club at all, all, all times, yeah. like, I thought that was, like... Yeah. And, like, like you're saying, <laughs> Dude, I was... Everybody was wearing shades in this movie. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was rainy and dark all the time. Dude. How many times did it rain this week, It was man? a it was lot. Insane. It was so uh. dark. Oh, man. It reminds me of that that meme where it's like talking about DC being dark, which is a comment I made earlier. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, no, 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 no. I, I mean, literally dark. Like it's it's dark everywhere. You Hard can't see. see it. Yeah. Oh man, when you when you it releases on Blu-ray, you bring it home, you turn the contrast all the way up. You yeah, you got to yeah. turn all your lights out in your home to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it it, it was dark all the time. I, I, although you met to Falcone, I was actually surprised how much screen time he actually got. Yeah. Like yeah. I was super surprised because normally when they. They show these characters. It's usually just these short little snippets because they usually shy away from the um, the mob style in the in the um, Batman universe. They usually don't have a whole lot of moments with them. Um, it's usually they st they stick more with the um, actual like villain, like mm -hmm. your, your Riddlers, your Penguins, um, your Jokers, things like that. More you, theatrical villains. Yes, like, yes, more, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, you know, you, you don't get a whole lot of the, the Falcones and things like that, but, you know, in a lot of the animated series, you'll see entire episodes where it's just about those, um, you know, those... The mob, mob style. Those, yeah, those yeah. mob, the, those more mob villains, so it was interesting, like, I mean, you, there, there were some moments in, like, the Nolanverse, like, you know, the very famous, you know, make the pencil disappear scene, yeah. Yeah. and uh, things like that, um, but... 
they were usually the, secondary to the more theatrical villain. Whereas right. I, I did like how they actually showed, you know, them as their own force, yeah. you know, or even like going back to when you, you see Falcone in the Nolan verse, he's, he's, he's always working as the counter to Scarecrow or, uh, or, or another villain. Right. And I feel like if I'm if I'm doing a, a Batman trilogy, um, like myself, like I would have that mobster style villain, like yeah. kind of be like the first movie to kind of like ground it and kind of like leave, and, but then like leave yeah. hints to a theatrical villain, and then in the se- in the sequel, but bring out the theatrics, have that be the full full fledged movie, and then in the in the trilogy, kind of just like go, go balls to the wall, multiple theatrical people, and yeah. but still kind of keeping that crime. So as, uh, as, so the Nolan verse. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Can't can't describe it any better. There you I, go. I liked how it opened with the Riddler, too, with his... Yeah. It feels like a Batman tradition for a movie to begin with the main villain, like, doing a crime or getting yeah. a score or something. Right, yeah. You know? yeah. That, I mean, that is true. You know, you think about, you know... I mean, of course, Dark Knight with the with the great um, bank robbery scene. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises yeah. with uh, the Dark Knight Rises was incredible with, with the opening with Bane. Yeah, and, the airplane. Know, yes, with the airplane. Even the it, Heinz Field uh, football scene was pretty crazy with Bane. So yes, it's true. But you're right. Yes, the airplane. Yeah, scene. yeah, yeah. Um, you know all those cool scenes. Um, and yeah. whatever happened in Batman vs Superman because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> like Martha. I literally can't remember anything about like how that began. Well, for ba- for the Batman vs Superman, it was the the fight scene where Batman is literally mowing people down in the warehouse, like brutal, oh, that was, brutal. That was awesome. People. Yeah, there you that go. was that was great. That really was. Um, okay, what else did we? What else was, was there, amazing? Was there anything that you guys kind of were either questioned or critiques? Yeah, critiques. Well, should we say anything about um, Catwoman before we get to maybe? Oh, unless unless that's a critique, maybe unless that's a, you know what? I think we should mention Catwoman. Okay, um, go ahead. So I thought she did a phenomenal job. I I thought she was incredible. The scenes that she was in, she really like stole the show for me. Like, yeah. her I feel like her character, the the look that she had, like when she wasn't wearing a wig. Um, it, I got flashbacks to like the comics that I was I've yeah. been reading, like where she like there's the scenes in I forget what comic. Dang man, like I just. I, left my head but like the scene where like Batman is like holding her and like it's raining in the background in the comic book scene and like her hair is the short hair yeah. and it's going down to kind of like makes bangs like it, it was literally like stripped from the comic books and like put there in the movie yeah it was I don't know I really liked the, her feel her vibe everything about her and the fact that like they didn't actually call her Catwoman like first Batman, he made Batman makes a reference to her being a cat burglar yeah and then at the end she says the cat and the bat or the bat yeah. and the cat, bat and cat but she yeah. never they never Catwoman is never a yeah. thing so uh, and she doesn't wear a cat mask. She's wearing literally like a bandit mask that kind of fans out. Yeah, to be it, a it just happens to have little, yeah. two little mm-hmm. like almost points yeah. that could be ears. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, I like the way they did her. Uh, Zoe Kravitz, she <laughs> she did a great job. The mask was needed some work. <laughs> That's okay. yeah, but it was it was it was it was almost like a you know like Spider Man's first mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something that for could sure. evolve. I yeah. felt that, the, I felt that yeah. way for it's, sure. Yeah. It's something that will grow yeah. when as she grows. Yeah, because I do feel like her character once again, j- just like Batman was, you know, this is figuring his, it out. You know, the infancy of his of his you know journey as the Batman. This is very much like the beginning of her as the as. Catwoman, you know, right, right. Um, you know, sure. it was 
it seemed like it was mostly survival type stuff that she was yeah. dealing with, you know, um, and even a little bit of revenge. She hasn't really gotten into like the, because I feel like a large part of Catwoman's like vibe later on is as a character is kind of, she just kind of does it because she wants to do it. Like, it's not even like, right, it, yeah, it, it because becomes a can, point to where, yeah. yeah, she can do it. It's, fun it's kind of exhilarating for her it's not even so much like a like i need this to survive type of stuff or you know or, or things like that it's mainly because i can do it and i like to do it yeah. you know later on in her life whereas in this it was kind of like revenge, revenge slash yeah. i kind of need to do this type of thing yeah but i, I liked her so there's no yeah. no critiques there so no critiques okay let's get into whether it's things we just didn't like things were confusing left us questioning or any critiques we might have. Yeah. Um, the, I think the only critique I would have is there were a couple of the shots that I felt like when they were trying to do the, the point of view that were just a little bit, a little bit off. Um, like I felt like there was like one or two shots when he first jumps off the building and they do like the, like it looks like a GoPro shot. Uh, I thought that was a little bit off. And sometimes it was a little bit difficult in the chase scene to catch the perspective I think of what, what was going on. I agree, I agree with what you're saying with, like, when he jumps off the building and he's, like, kind of sailing through the, yeah. the city. Like, the camera angle that they chose made it look too CGI. Yeah. In a movie that, really, you couldn't tell CGI. Yeah. Like, it was more of a grounded, more realistic. They yeah. did uh, more practical effects throughout the entirety thing, yeah. entire thing. But, uh that, that close-up of him flying through the buildings and seeing the buildings fly behind him. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could see what you're talking about. Like, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I was kind of able to look past that part. Yeah. So. I mean, the, I mean these they, they were minor things for me. Like, it was – and like I said, the only other part would have been, like, sometimes it was a little bit hard in the chase scene to 100% understand what was going on. But other than that, I'd say, like, it, like, it was – they did a great job. Hmm. Yeah, uh, if I had to say a critique, I would probably say they kind of teased a direction that I thought they were going to go uh, halfway through when they kind of they brought up the reporter yeah. uh, and uh, of, of having dirt on uh, yeah. on Thomas Wayne. Yeah, the reporter's last name was Elliot, and uh, then they has the words "hush" going across the, t- the front of it. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is actually going to be a Hush movie. Yep. And then the, and the Riddler's not actually the villain here. The Riddler's actually Hush, like from the comic books. And that's going to be the main villain. Yeah, like then, a reversal of the right, roles. Exactly, yep. the reversal of the roles. And then it didn't pan out that way. But I was still satisfied with it, with the way it panned out. Yep. It's just the fact that they led me in a direction midway through and then like only to kind of pull it back. Yep. That's the only critique I had to say. But it, 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 that's mainly a me issue. That's a me, not a, not a yep. them problem. So. I mean – it's still open enough to where, you know, they could work something out. They to could where, easily make that the like, sequel. Like, like, maybe, I mean, it could be something as simple as Hush was, maybe this was Hush feeding information to the, to, Riddler. Yeah. to the Riddler to work through that somehow, mm-hmm. you know, or some, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the only other thing that I'd be a little bit worried about is where is the universe actually going, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, is... Like how many more they are going to make with this cast, you know, with the D. It, mainly, this is a critique, not even so much of the movie, but of the <laughs> DCEU in general and their leadership. Like, what is the direction of this? That's are whole, they actually that's a whole conversation to end this yes. thing? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Like, we will like, come back to that. Like, yeah. where are they going to go with this and yeah. all that kind of right. stuff? Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll come back to that because I'm eager to talk about that. Um, I'm interested to hear your critiques if you have any. Well, I will say this. Um, I'm trying to think. Again, because... Mm, how do I say this? You just made a comment where it's like it was more about me. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, okay, again, like there are a couple aspects of the of the movie where it's like I, I was just like dark and I just didn't like it. Um, but that's a good job of making a villain that you hate. Yeah. No, right? yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, so I don't think I have any critiques on the plot or mm-hmm. the the way the movie felt or anything like that. Um, I mostly thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, b- I guess, but the biggest question I have, um, and again, this, this is probably more me not knowing much of the background, but like, is there any comic book accuracy, historical comic book accuracy to Thomas Wayne and Falcone being so connected like that? Or is this completely a deviation from the lore of Bruce's father? Does there, that make sense what I'm asking? Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Uh, there are, like, different paths they take. In, in some of them, Thomas Wayne is a crystal clear saint. In other ones, there are some connections, like Quarter Owls I was that dives say, into yeah. that. A little bit, even in that's the, the most, jo- most recent, yeah. Like, or even in the Joker movie, you see a side of Thomas Wayne that's a little bit more, um, you know, <laughs> baggy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that, that leans towards you know he might not be as good of a dude yeah. as we normally see him. Um, I, I, like I, I know your your view is largely painted from the Nolan verse, and in that yeah. he is a crystal crystal clear saint. Yeah, like yeah. he is. The Untouchable. perfect yeah. person mm-hmm. in like yeah. you know, but th- there are tinges that that are painted on him in different storylines there, where he may not have been as perfect as stated. Although this one, I th- felt like he did a good job of showing that you know he was. I mean, still he was I a feel good. Like, he was yeah, a good man. He, he was, was a, a good very man. he was a very good man who made who trusted the ba- wrong people that or, made a bad decision yeah. and. You could tell he didn't mean for it to go as far as it went, yeah. and you know. So you know. as uh, so recently, like as far as like the last decade, like New Fifty Two, uh, the Court of Owls yes. uh, storyline, where it's more of like Bruce Wayne discovering parts of his dad that had re- that went back to like the Court of Owls. Like, how cool would a sequel be with the Court of Owls? Like, yeah, he Bruce Wayne digging more into his father and discovering the Court of Owls, and then that uh, storyline playing out where Talon is a bad guy along yeah. with joker in the background doing crazy stuff like yeah that's something i could see happening in this uh matt reeves yeah. potential universe i also like the uh the reveal of his mother's last name and arkham, her being yeah. arkham yeah. and like you know arkham asylum and mm-hmm. all that stuff and her being yeah. kind of like crazy crazy that kind of yes. thing yeah. yeah that yeah. was cool that was wild for a minute there i was like is she gonna be the like the like the joker style like is she was that, she that would be yeah. interesting if that's like a that different direction. different timeline thing so well yeah i mean i again i don't have like a I don't have a ton of critiques. Um, I will say this. I really didn't like the DA. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it maybe it's, be, again, uh, yeah. it could be because I'm just, I am I keep thinking of Harvey Dent yeah. and how awesome well, he was. This opens the door for Harvey Dent. Yes. The fact that he's dead now. Right. Like, this opens the door for a new DA. Right. But Colson was like, Oh my gosh, he was so annoying. You're mainly mad because he's a Colson in the DC universe, <laughs> and you were no. absolutely no. Honestly, he just seemed like a little baby. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. Like, yeah. and I'm thinking, like, man, like if you're the DA in Gotham, 
Yeah. I'm like, you've yeah. got to be a little bit more strong-willed yeah. than that. Well, but the thing is, you you got to remember how he got to being the DA in Gotham. Yeah, yeah true. It was, not, it, it was not the, you know, hard path where he... He didn't deserve he, it. Yeah, he, he 100% did not deserve it. He got that position by making deals and giving into the criminal world. So yep. him being a soft person actually is relatively believable in this up, yeah. world. Like, yeah. if, you know, if That's he was... Fair. Yeah, yeah. In, if he was gotten there by, you know, just by merit and by his own thing, and he was that soft, and then I could see there being issues with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. It, it sets up for Harvey Dent potential in the future. Yeah. The new, new DA. Uh, it sets up for uh, Gordon to be commissioner as a yep. the ex the commissioner. Two of there. them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's there's a lot of like two of what? What are you talking about? Like commissioners, they went through two commissioners. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Sage and then the other dude. Yeah, I don't know what the heck his <laughs> name was. Um, but uh, but yeah, and it also it sets up for a ton of different storylines. They can literally go in like a yeah six different directions right now with what what's to come. I think I think like a hush slash court of owls slash yeah. like Joker slash like all these things could happen in this in this storyline and story like there the window is open for yeah. all of these to happen. I, I got to say this before I forget it, because I, I, I thought about it a lot today that I wanted to talk about it, and I've forgotten about it until right now. I loved the moment. This was an incredible beat in this movie that didn't have a ton of humor, but to me, this was, it came off so perfectly well. It was subtle, but towards the end, when they, when they get on his, when they get on the Riddler's last video, and it's with his, like, closest followers, and he's like, yeah. Hey guys! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah! And it's like I've really enjoyed this community. It's like a twi- yeah. it's like a Twitch page, right? It's like five hundred and twenty-seven yeah. subscribers, and it's just yeah. like, and it was like that was so perfect, and yeah. it made so much sense for like our world today. Yeah. You know what I'm it saying? Sure so, does. Yeah. But it was so perfectly like he wasn't like pretending to be all big and bad. He was like, "Hey guys, I'm really yeah. thankful for you. Thanks yeah. for all the support. You know, we're gonna do it together." <laughs> it just, yeah. it, it was just so it's like kind of like pulling the curtain back a little bit, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like intentionally humorous, mm-hmm. but it is, and it's yeah. but it's also done. It's it's so natural, yeah. and, and real, but it's right. also it was just it was great. It was a good beat. Yeah, good shout out. Yeah, man. I'm glad you brought that up, and I feel like that's like a good segue to kind of talking about like the final sequence. Like I feel like okay, so it starts with him talking behind closed bar uh, in Arkham. Like yes, uh, yes. The let's glass. talk about this. Scene. Yeah, this scene was a, so well done, man. Yes. Paul Paul Dano did such a great job. Uh, very sadistic. I got that that feel, that vibe of like he's like sinister. He's crazy. He's nuts. And he's just having that conversation. I love how they started off too with like how I know I know the the real the real you, the real yes. you. and like he's like Bruce, and then like Pattinson's like oh shoot he knows who I am right, yes. and then he's but, like but he helped, yeah. but he was quiet, he was, yeah he stayed quiet, he didn't give he himself away, quiet. and then he's like he's the one that got away, Bruce Wayne, he's the one that I was like man yes. they, they had they, me they had me hooked, they, man. Had me I hooked. was so yep. freaking hooked man I was like wow we're yeah. gonna have a universe right from mm-hmm. the jump. Well, yeah. I shouldn't go that far, but yeah. if we do, yeah. we're gonna have a trilogy, maybe right yeah. from the jump, where everyone knows that the Batman is Bruce Wayne. I was like, this, yeah. this is different. I was like, are we about to have like an I am Iron Man moment yeah. here? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And uh, but no, he was like nope. Bruce. He like three times like Bruce. He was nope. just he was like yeah. verbally processing his yeah. disappointment with the one failure in yeah. his whole plan. Yeah, he's right. Like, like that got, was the yeah, only yeah, thing. He got away. We'll get him though. Like, well, yeah. Like, oh, and then all of a sudden, Pattinson's like zoned in now. Yeah, yeah. now he's ready. Yeah. He's like, okay, okay. <laughs> he's, it's not me. So yes. now we can focus on here. But then, like, 
the the speech that 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 Riddler gives, where he's like orphan, chewing his fingers, yeah. like your Bruce Wayne was an orphan, but he had a silver spoon in his mouth, like that yeah. whole thing, like it was ugh, so gripping. So, and then the moment that he realizes that, like, oh, Batman, you're not on board, like you're not as smart as you say you were, like, yeah, you're not even ready for what's to come. And then, like, yeah, he's like, we could watch the whole thing together here. Yeah, yeah, we're safe here. Like, yeah, and he yeah. was right. Like they, w- I loved when he said. We're a good team, me and you, or you yeah. and me. I don't have the muscle. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't draw them out. Yeah, yeah. but like together they work so well. And, and I was yeah. like, well, he's kind of right about that. Yeah, he like, was a hundred percent right yeah. about that. Yeah, and then, yeah. but the way that Pattinson responded, like the, his Batman responded, he, yeah. he you're inten- a freak. I feel like he intentionally went hard. Like you're a freak. You're wrong. Like all to rile him up to get him to kind of just like keep talking to reveal that there is more to his plan. See, I, yeah. I don't know if it was a hundred percent that. I think the way I saw it was more is that that was that was Bruce Wayne Batman's moment of him losing a little bit of his his own control. I don't I felt know. Like, I kind of I kind of read into it as like he was doing it intentionally. See, I, I felt like it was more like he was he was it was the first of him really seeing like who like him making that deci- when he makes that conscious decision later and he sees the person who pulls off his the mask and his and he's vengeance and that was his first moment of really seeing how much he is like the riddler he like the riddler laid out all these things that they were similar as that they were that him and Bruce Wayne were both orphans that you know going through all this stuff and and, and talking about it and then and then him calling them working together like he couldn't admit to himself and that he was trying by him going over the top like that he was actually you know almost overreacting to the point to where no i can't be working with you even though he really in some ways he, was. He, he was he was like, the like, like, like you were saying right. like he yeah. he was doing these things and he didn't want to admit to himself mm-hmm. that he was actually helping the riddler along with his plan even though he was fighting against him in those moments yeah i mean they definitely did a good job of showing like the yin to the yang as far as like uh, Bruce Wayne to to the Riddler. Um, I man, the it was just a, it was just a, a very gripping scene. The the dialogue between them, um, and then like the all out like battle toward, at the uh, Gotham Square Garden. Uh, Dude, the, yeah. When he when he drops in from the ceiling, yeah, from the, the roof, the the explosions yeah, that kind of go through, and then he comes, <laughs> yeah, and then he comes yeah. out, yeah, it was, and he just goes ham. Yes, he goes. The, fir- wild. the first thing he does is he like grapple hooks two dudes' ankles, yeah, and drags yes. them, oh, and then like and he swings their around, like, like he falls, yeah. he rolls backwards, like he yes. shoots them, rolls yeah. backwards, flips around, <laughs> swings up, and lands back on top of the that platform. That was sick. That was so wild, man. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I I really found this scene interesting where like. He's hanging there, and then Catwoman kind of like pulls him up, type of deal. Yeah. And uh, they're having their they're having a conversation. He's getting ready to pass out, and then Catwoman kind of gets like uh, getting ready to get yeah. kill, killed, quote unquote. And then he takes out this green vial and like kind of shoots his leg. Is that adrenaline? Well, I mean, well, or is that my a, mind first went to? Is that Bane's venom serum that he's that's, using? Because yeah, I, like, the yeah. the aggression that he has afterwards, like he's immediately filled with all this like rage, Dude, yeah, and then goes ham on this guy's face. Like I was like. Are we getting like a Bane like entrance here, where the that, venom is is a, that would be an interesting that would be an interesting idea if once again leading into the idea of him creating his villains, mm-hmm. if that's like he creates this serum that is you know like the Bane venom, 
for himself for these moments, mm-hmm. but somehow it gets out into the world and Bane ends up being created because of it. Yeah. That would be an interesting idea if like he literally cre- creates this villain because he knew he needed these things yeah. in these moments, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a fun, it was a fun finale. There was a lot going on. Yeah, uh, gun shooting everywhere. We, uh, we flood. Had a, we got flood going on. That we was had crazy. A political figure that they're trying to keep safe. Dude, like, by the way, she got, she got shot. Yeah, and then later it, it seemed like she was totally fine in the water. Remember. I mean, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Weird. Yeah, I, I see. Uh, yeah, I, I see. What you're a saying. rifle shot to the chest. I, I think it was to the shoulder. I, I think it was the shoulder too. Yeah. Still, man. Um, I, I, I do, I do agree with you. These it are, did seem like civilians. she was a little these under. Are Riddler civilians, like these aren't trained people. Like, I guarantee you, they didn't hit anything serious. Like, Gordon jumped on yeah. her pretty quick. Yeah, I, I will say she did seem a little under injured when she was in yes, the. Yes, I agree with that. It, it, I, I will say that I do. I do believe it was a sh- traditional shoulder shot. You okay. know, yeah. where it's it's kind of like a cliche in its own right. Yeah, where the shoulder shot, shot the looks shoulder, like yeah. it's a more uh, survivable. More, well, no, it looks like it's more devastating because mm. you see somebody get. Sh- Shot, but if you do it quick enough, you're like, oh, did they actually get shot in the chest? But no, it always yeah. ends up being the shoulder. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, like always that kind of shot. You know, even in going back in, you know, jumping universes into the, you know, Boba Fett universe yeah. when. <laughs> Cobb Yeah, it's when Cobb gets <laughs> caught in the shoulder and yeah. you're like, oh, it. but it ends up just being a shoulder shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's kind of what happened is it was just, you know, this shoulder shot and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, good final sequence. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I feel like the moment that uh, Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne had at the cemetery um, at the end. Yeah. Like, where, where are you going to go? What's going to happen? We got a drop of Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven uh, is mentioned. Yeah. And uh, they kind of like, you see the, the similar paths of them and their motorcycles. Uh, getting to the, the crossroad, um, you see like, they're kind of like racing a little bit. Like he, Batman goes forward, then she goes forward ahead of him, yeah. and then he goes forward, kind of like like back and forth. And then like they get they come to that stopping point. She goes left, he goes right, and then he looks back at her of like yeah. maybe like what could have been type of deal. Yeah. Um. But he's on the path that he's chosen. Um. But he's gonna and he's gonna stick to it. Yeah. And I love the fact they didn't go to her and her looking back like that. That kind of like for me that kind of sealed the deal. Like the fact that. Batman's the one looking back, and then like she just kind of just goes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good, good close there. I appreciated that. It was, it was a good, a solid ending to the, yep. to the movie. How about the scene in Arkham with um, uh, ah. when the Riddler's like, yeah. he feels defeated and yeah. he's like, you know, crying it's and somebody mourning. else is talking to him. Somebody else is talking to yep. him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, throws a little riddle back at him and uh, kind of cool him down, calm him, calm him down. But like th- what we see, we see visually like we see like crazy hair is what we see. And yep. then like, I don't know, man, it kind of looked like, I mean, we know, I know it was a Joker, but we, we see his face, like the side of his face. It looked like his skin was like missing all the way up and you can see his teeth. Like, oh, like Two-Face? Yeah, well, it, yeah, it looked like a part of his face was completely gone, but, like, I think they're going with, like, a sinister Joker where he's, like, actually, like, cut, like, yeah. crazy cut. Hmm. Um, so it's the Joker. I mean, it has to, the yeah. laugh, the laugh kind of gave it away. It wasn't that menacing of a laugh. It definitely is no Mark Hamill, I, I tell you that. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, uh, f- like, what is it, the Friends? The Friends is the reveal of the, yeah. the riddle, and uh, they're kind of there together. 
Um, so we could get like some team ups coming up here in the yep. in, in potential sequels. But the fact that they teased that, I didn't think they were gonna go there. I honestly didn't. Yeah. I didn't think they were gonna go there, like teasing somebody else. Yeah. Um, but anytime you see somebody locked up in a mental, mental institution, you try to like pay attention to the doors. Like, what names on the door? What? Who's that? Yep. Who's in the window? Like, you could see a Harley Quinn silhouette in some movies and some shows. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that it was the Joker, that, that I don't know, man. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty cool to see. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely gonna be interesting, um, you know, to see how that plays out. I don't know, maybe it's you, they'll the next one will be, you know, the Joker's using the Riddler as a pawn in some sort of, you know, way, you know, which can easily be done. Like, yeah, I feel like that that's valid. especially with it's this realistic. version yeah. of the Joker, he does seem a little more, you know, like I don't know, we, he didn't. He was pretty. Yeah. Con- he was pretty convincing. Like yeah. he he reeled him in. He swayed him. He talked to him. He was the one that yeah. was kind of like. Uh, his words were the ones that were like they will resonate with yeah. with with the Riddler and like he yeah. reeled him in. So um, I do feel like this next little statement I have will kind of lead into a good close for us. Okay. Um, so our movie theater, T Roll, you were there mm, with me uh, yes. along with Sweat. Shout out Sweat. Still. Let's talk about it. Um, when the movie ended, <laughs> there was a dude sitting in like two rows in front of us. Uh, he was literally wearing a Bane mask for the entire movie with a Riddler shirt on. <laughs> yeah. uh, the movie ended. Credits rolled. He was the only one like applauding, right? Like, uh, like full on applauding, right? Mm. I'm not a clapper, okay? So yeah. like, you're not gonna catch me clapping, but I appreciate a good applause, okay? Right? But when he was the only one clapping and he decided to fade out, there was some like chick in the very back of the theater who was like, "This isn't a Marvel movie," and <laughs> <laughs> the, that statement right there, man, that kind of it stung me a little bit, right? Uh, the fact that she was like. It's not a Marvel movie because this is this is a DC movie. This doesn't deserve the standing ovation, the the uh, the praise that a Marvel movie gets at the end of the, at the end of their movies. So, DC, what are they doing with Batman here? Is this going to be a universe? Is this going to be like? Are they able to take this and like run with it and ignite something that could actually lead to an expanded universe of yeah. meaning? I don't know. Doubt it. I mean, I mean, it'll be okay. So, like, you know, it'll be kind of an interesting idea is if you know, so you leave Robert Patton- Pattinson's version in this universe and kind of let him run his own thing. But maybe it will be kind of an interesting idea is if they in the main DCE universe, they if they do end up doing the Flash paradox. With the base that they already have set up with Thomas and Martha Wayne and the potentiality that she was not completely mentally stable is when they do that switch, they literally have Thomas, his father, whoever played his father, play a version of Batman and have his mother play a version of the Joker in the actual DCEU, but let Pattinson keep his, his line of being Batman in this version. That would be an interesting idea since they've already kind of laid the groundwork and don't really have to do a whole lot more mm-hmm. to have her, you know, kind of snap. I mean, I feel like the best course of action, the best course of action for this franchise, for this quote unquote universe is, I mentioned it before in the podcast, is to keep this separate, keep Batman separate. Go on to have these amazing like JLA, JLA adventures with Green Lantern, Superman, Flash, uh, Wonder Woman, all of these characters yep. except for Batman, and just like keep Batman kind of in his own little bubble because like 
I'm telling you, like there, are, Batman has the villains with the complex backstories, the complexity that is good enough to hold a trilogy. Yeah, uh, and you can even have a team up. You could have a team up. Like it's it's easy to happen, and you can do that. You don't have to worry, and you can slowly start introducing Robin. Yeah, uh, oh, it becomes Nightwing. Like by the end of the trilogy, he's Nightwing. You can have Damien introduced. You can have all of these Bat family members introduced as a quote unquote Avengers. Like I, I was kind of expecting the young guy who only like had half the painted face right. at the beginning to kind of show up at some point and like you yeah. know either either help Go out clean. or like something like have a moment where maybe maybe what in all that like crazy destruction that was happening like he has like a his hero moment like yeah. he just like even though it was just something like he ends up saving some old lady from this you know from the flood f- from the flood or something like that that would have been an interesting like way to show that um you know, what he was doing was actually yeah. affecting people in the city in smaller ways as well. Yeah, like, you could literally have a movie where Batman finds a young kid named Jason yeah. and, like, becomes Robin, and they have a whole movie adventure together with him and Robin, and, and then at the end he dies by the hands of the Joker, and then setting up for a, another movie where yeah. the Red Hood is introduced. Like, like it's it, yeah. all there. In the Batman universe, it's all there. There's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. So much. Yeah, but... uh Part of me is like that. That girl in the back row is is right. Like it's it's not a Marvel movie. Yeah. Well, you know what? Marvel has a plan. They have they have characters that that fans like. Uh, they have this building of of universe that they took over time, and then the DC here they are like sticking to these individual characters. Yeah. They're they're rushing things. So I feel like they need to make up their mind. They have Matt Reeves at the helm here in this first movie. We've seen what he's done with the Apes movies. Like, yes, he didn't direct the first one, but he did seal the deal on the second Planet of the yeah. Apes and the third Planet of the Apes. And that, honestly, in the, in the last... Underrated in, trilogy. Yes, most underrated trilogy. It is a phenomenal trilogy. It is, oh, man, so good. And a lot of that has to do with Matt Reeves and his vision that he yeah. had. Um, so why not give him the keys to Batman and roll out... Dude, screw the trilogy, man. Like, like go do five movies, do six yeah. movies. Like... Seriously, take on the Batman universe. Yeah. Why not? I mean, that'll be super interesting to see <laughs> that play out. Um, you know, like there's there's so much that you could do with uh, with that and, you know, as you're have the character grow and um the only pro- I don't know, the only problem with like bringing in some of the younger ones is how young Robert Pattinson would be. It would be kind of difficult for him to. I, I don't know. I feel like he's got to get a little bit older. Yeah, because he's to, like twenty nine in this movie. I think. Yeah, like I feel like he has to get a little bit older for it to really feel yeah. like you can really start adapting. But I mean, you could always build them out a, a couple of movies, and then maybe at the end of the third movie, he you know he runs into you know Jason Todd or you know Dick Grayson or yeah. Dick Grayson or you know you know whoever you whichever direction they decide to decide to go in, even if it just you know some. You know, thing, you know, Damien, you know. Yeah. Do a Damien storyline. Why not, right? Like, yeah. that'd be fine. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, um, you know, any of any of them there, you know, where you just decide to do that pick, kind of crazy. Pick a Robin. Yes. Literally, just yes. pick a Robin. Give us a sidekick here. Why yes. Because I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want, um, and I like this movie, and if they build a trilogy or a trilogy plus, like a, its own Batman universe. Yeah. And they do it. I'm okay with that. But what I would really hate is 
if they had like a different Batman Batman in all the Justice League stuff, which they're about to do in some regard in the Flash, yeah, because it's going to be Michael Keaton, yeah. right? But that doesn't mean like that's going to be the future of the Justice League. Well, th- there's that curveball of Flashpoint, like that's right. the curveball. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, if they integrate Robert Pattinson, I'm okay with that. Like that's fine with me, even though they gave no inclination that there's going to be anything like that in this movie. Um, right? Right. No. No. Nothing. No. Right. Yeah. So I'm okay if they bring him in, but if they had like a full Batman universe with Robert Pattinson, and then a lesser Batman in the Justice League stuff, yeah, that's gonna I be a would, problem. I would feel personally offended. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> it, I agree. I would feel yeah. personally. It would get too complicated. But here's the thing, guys. That is a very likely scenario. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay, okay, well, we could ju- they could just do the setup that they do in just in you know Flashpoint Paradox, except to have it to where Thomas and Martha Wayne somehow survive and are in the main timeline. They well, like I said, you, you he becomes Batman, she becomes the Joker, and then just have you know it, however it ends up, the Thomas Wayne version ends up dying as Batman, and then you just kind of. Don't have a Batman in that okay. universe. Okay, I could take that. Like that's how you wrap up that, and just have to where Pattinson's in his own universe. They're parallel universes to each other, but it's literally because they're literally different setups from what um, the ram. It literally shows you the ramifications of what Flashpoint Paradox brings. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> so, I know. You ready for my I'm, thoughts? Yeah, I want to hear it. This is the main one that I want to hear all night. Okay. Right here. Do you know how you like watching NFL football? Yeah, absolutely. But you can't stand watching college football? Uh, that's me. Because it's lesser? You're speaking to me, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just fearful that Marvel has built such a NFL-type, just mega millionaire product. Right. And that, like, the whole world... Now, we live in the South where people still love college football, but a lot of parts of the country don't really care about college Correct, football, yes. right? I'm just nervous that if you if you kind of if the correlation here is like superhero movies, the general public is just so used to the bigger like universe, you know, team up movies, Avengers, you know, right, yeah. all these things, and it's like no matter how good Batman is and these movies are, we're gonna continue to have empty theaters like we had last night. Which we didn't even mention that. Yeah, it was it was very dude. shocking. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Uh, what was your theater like? I mean, you went in a matinee, so it's a little different. There were like six total people on yeah. there. Yeah, man, that's heartbreaking, dude. bro. I'm telling you, like even last night, me and Sweat were um, on our way over there. I was like, we need to get over there just in case there's a line. Got to get a good seat. I want to sit in the middle. And we showed up, and there was two people in the concession line, and there was there was nobody. And I was like. Okay, like I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to be hopeful. I'm like maybe there was a line for our show time, right, yeah. but they just got in, you mm. know. And like we turned in the theater, and there was like four people sitting down. Sucks, there was man. probably ended up being like 18, 20 people in there. Right. Okay, so yeah. the one positive I will say is, if you looked online, did you see how many show times there were? A ton. It was oh, yeah. insane. It was insane. Yeah. yeah. Like there, it was. I cannot remember well, the last time I saw so, this many show so, times. So, so there is the possibility that it's just there is such a Massive amount of showtimes right. that people are being more 
split up in their actual viewing. So we went to we went to a Regal. I was talking to the, at the concessions yeah. to, to my boy Brandon. Because I have two theories, and one of them is what okay. you're saying. Right yeah, now. to my to my boy Brandon. Shout out Brandon if you're listening to this. All uh, right, Brandon, let's go. He's, he's he's working there at Regal, and uh, he was like. Yeah, he said, you know, our busiest uh, Regal in the district is the one that's downtown, and it's the one we go to all the time for all the big premieres, like uh, you and I, T-Roll, and uh, Shimato. And he's like, yeah, they're they're only reporting 700 pre-sales tickets to their to, for the Batman, which is not good at all yeah, compared, not to, good. compared to, like, Endgame and Spider-Man. Like, not good at all. And uh, when and when he told me that, I was like, man... Why do you think that is? And he's like, he, he what he told Here it me, is. Ready, what he told me was three hours long. The runtime, the runtime yeah. is keeping people away. But like, did that keep people away from Endgame? Well, but Endgame had eleven years of buildup. Okay, yeah, I, and I see if that. You, and here's my here's my other theory, the two sided coin here. First of all, it's a three hour movie. Right. Second of all, it's a DC movie. Mm. Sorry, boys, mm. but it's just the truth. And this is my point about. The, the comparison to football for for you. Yeah. It's like, I think there's a lot of people out there who are like, like that chick. It's like, I mean, it was good, but like, what does it mean? Okay, so. Because we want more. Like, we're, right. as as fans, we want more interconnectivity. And if, it's it's just up in the air. One second, Shimano. It's just up in the air if they're going to give us that. Right. And I think that the general audience is, is becoming more and more, um, want to, uh, what's the word? Conditioned. Conditioned. To want that, yeah, right. right. Even though, even though, if you ask objectively anybody, best superhero movies, best superhero trilogy, Batman, it's The Dark Knight, yeah, right. Objectively, yeah. across the board, yeah. but in terms of like the masses, and in terms of like bigger picture, I think that's just what people want. But go ahead, Shamara. So okay, so like the way you're saying it is there's is in the NFL and college football. I, I think that is. That may be the way some people see it, but I think it truthfully what it it can be and that it could end up being is more like the NFC in the AFC, where they are just two sides of a coin because it isn't like the, you know, these are lesser talent. If you get the right people in place at DC, the talent is the the source material is there. It is. I'm not denying you that. know, like it could very well be. Yeah, there are some people that are NFC fans. There are some people Listen, that are when AFC you say that. Fans. When you say that, I feel like I'm already associating like Marvel is the AFC and the NFC is DC is what I'm feeling because like obviously AFC is better. Obviously, no, I mean the NFC team just won the. I, I get that, but like you're oh you're, our team yeah our team. Sorry, well I'm I'm literally just thinking of it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, too. I mean, I'm, one well, of them I'm, has never won a Super Bowl, and one of them currently doesn't have a quarterback. <laughs> so I mean, how good they could, re- could they right. really be? Well, I'm losing. <laughs> I'm worried that we're losing our audience here <laughs> as we as we go deeper and deeper into this analogy. Yeah. yeah. But my thing is like that's what you just said right there, Shimato. That's an optimistic view, and I I would I'm, love to see that exactly. My thing yeah. is like. Until proven otherwise, and we're we're all our fingers are crossed for the Flash movie. Until proven otherwise, we have just not been given any evidence to trust what DC's going right. to do. I agree. So, but how cool would it be if every single year there was that DC movie versus that Marvel movie that's going to be the quote unquote Super Bowl? And you're like, oh man, well I'm looking forward to this DC movie. I'm looking forward to this Marvel movie. Yeah, who's going to come out on top? But, but this to year? that, but to that. That's my point where it's like the DC movie might end up being better, mm-hmm. 
but the Marvel movie is going to mean more, right? I mean, because of the way that uh, the masses have been conditioned to watch these superhero movies, yeah, right. But getting because I never want to go back. Yeah, I don't ever. You know, like the truth is, if I didn't have this podcast, I would not have watched that movie last night. You don't think you'd watch nope. the Batman? Nope. Uh, no, Antonio no. called me today uh-huh. asking when I was going to see it, and I felt bad because I didn't invite him. And I was like, how did I not invite one of my best friends? And he was like, you know what? Because I didn't buy my ticket until the day before. Yeah. Because it's, it's a DC movie. And I feel so bad saying that, but we stayed up for four hours to get those Spider-Man tickets. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> so it's like we are, we are on two completely different playing fields until <laughs> DC gets Jeez. their act together. Yeah. And I'm hopeful... But I'm also like I'm a pessimist at heart. I really am, and I'm like, man, I just feel like they're gonna blow it. But that doesn't mean that a Mark Reeves hopeful Batman universe or trilogy plus couldn't be awesome. I'm just saying, like, it might not ever make the money that. And who cares, right? Like, we don't care about that. No, 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 like, no. Like, we'll but still be the, here. The money is what's gonna keep them making the movie. By the way, I would have watched the Batman movie. I just might not have gone opening yeah, night. Right. Yeah. That, that's my point. But say like. No. Yeah, I, I would will say. I know that have hurt your feelings. There is a glimmer of hope for the DC <laughs> universe at the moment. Okay. I mean, I feel like with this movie, Black Adam. like, <laughs> like with this, Dwayne with Johnson. this, no. with Peacemaker, with the Suicide Squad, I feel like yeah. they have made yep. a significant amount of progress in the last like year and a half. The last um, three products that they put yes, out. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. And I feel like <sighs> yeah. they have done a. They're starting to. I mean, yeah. I. I, I mean. I'll admit it. They were they put themselves behind the eight ball, like they they were behind. They put and then they were you know put themselves behind the eight ball, put themselves in a bad situation, oh, and it's taken them time, a lot of time, unfortunately, to get themselves corrected. And I feel like they are, you know, working their way there. I mean, even going back all the way to like you know, the the amount of hits recently has been they've they've hit more than they have missed. In the DC universe, the last three, yep. three have been good, and four out of the last five have been good. Um, you know, so all, the only unfortunate nature is two of those are currently not canon. Yeah, you I'm know, about to say, but, yeah. gosh, um, what you are you know, talking about? Joker. And oh, Joker. okay. Yeah, and that and that right there, because my question is always, always, what, and what's yeah? Well, so what? What's connected? Yeah. Well, so what? Yeah. So what? And why, I, I why hate, does it matter in the grand scheme of things? Like Joker like, means nothing in the yeah, grand scheme of things. And I joke all the time, and I like to give you guys stick. And I'm sad that Sweat isn't here because when we showed up, yeah. we got Shimano, We got to the theater before Justin, and it was empty. And I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for the podcast tomorrow." Because <laughs> we were, we were. I was like, "We're gonna rip them." You know, the funny thing is, like, I knew going to the theater, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, "There's gonna be no, not enough people showing out." Yeah. I, know, I knew for a fact, like, there was gonna be nobody there, right? Like, yeah. I knew that in the back of my mind. I was like, "But that's gonna be a damn good movie, and I'm gonna be able to hold that again, uh, over their head yeah. and be like, hey, yeah, sure, it didn't get the the crowd the crowd uh, behind it, but like, cinematically." Like yeah. theatrically, like it was a phenomenal film. Like, yeah. you take the characters of Batman out of it and just make it like a true detective series. It's a great true detective story. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, if it's not called the Batman, not connected mm-hmm. to DC, and it's just a detective movie. Yeah, it's with a fantastic. guy that dresses like a bat. Yeah, it'd be. Gr- it is. You're right. Yeah, it's great. But but again, it's like it's just that I keep coming back to that scenario where it's like, but the masses are so conditioned. I know. I know. The audience is so conditioned now because of the success of. Um, 
It's 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 yeah. We we shouldn't do any more sports analogies, but you get what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah. well just the idea of building franchises is really yeah. all it is. Like whether it be the Harry Potter franchise, yeah. whether it be the Marvel universe, whether it be yes. the Fast and the Furious universe. Yeah, even you're, you're like, even Fast and Furious is more cohesive than DC. That's just to say that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy, but it's true. But it's true. Yeah, but yeah, just like the the idea of. All these people, they're trying to build these big universes. Everybody is, yes. you know, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Like, what? Lord of the Rings. Oh now. yeah, I know. Yeah. Minions. TV series. Yeah. Oh yeah. What'd you say? Minions. Oh, yeah. Minions. Minions. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I, I mean, uh, like legitimately, like all these, all these. Oh uh, my They're gosh. always building these universes that are, you know, five, six mm. movies long, and you know, if you can get a name attached to it, Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You just gave me an idea for a great podcast episode one day. Oh it's boy. like the oh podcast boy. episode, it can be called How Many Universes Are Better Than DCs? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> so bad right now. Gosh, I hate you. And we'll just list them off and talk about them and yeah. why they're better. Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> just Pixar, all of Pixar and one together. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, dude. All right. All right. I'm, again, I am a pessimist, naturally. So we should we should we should start wrapping it up here. But oh, man, I I really hope that Flash movie. I hope we. Here's the thing. I hope it either fixes everything, right? Or or at the very least, when it's over, we know it might not be the outcome we want. But as long as it's like a direction, a direction. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm hopeful for. I know. I'm hopeful if, a direction. If, if not, I'm gonna be like. Bro, come right. on. Yeah, I know. And, Trust and me. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. If that you're it's... nervous, imagine how I feel. Yeah. Like because I is... to- I told you this on the on the DC pod we did for the DC movies. If it doesn't correct itself with the flash, yeah. you guys just get ready for me and sweat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be unbearable. Oh man. If you think I've been bad with like DC jokes already, yeah. You know. But we'll yeah. see. Okay. All right, man. But uh, hey, End of the day, the Batman. It was a great movie. Yes, yeah, it, it really was. was. It was. And, it was. Uh, all of those people who are like doubting that runtime and they're like, "Oh, I can't sit through that." Like, you sat through Endgame. You can sit through this. Yeah, like it, you can do it. it. Three hours is not that big, not that big a deal. I, but it's so different. The wait we had for a whole year for Endgame was unlike anything I've ever experienced. This yeah. was a movie that I know, like when we were. When we were sitting in the theater, in the little like um, before the trailers come on, they've got all these little um, ads. Re- yeah, yeah, ads. Regal has this thing where they t- where they talk they um, they talk Nuvie. about Nuvi, yeah, N U U V I E, yeah. And they had this guy that gave a preview on the Batman. And he's like disconnected from any other DC uh, universe projects or movies, and I'm like that right there. That's the problem. That's literally the problem. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. it's like Endgame, it was like I couldn't stop watching that trailer and wondering every night what was going to happen in that movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but I agree. I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame that it be, I think because it was too long, it lost. It definitely lost people. Yeah. I mean, uh, possibly. Yeah. My wife's not going to see it well, until it's see, on the HBO funny thing Max. Is, I'm going to go uh, hang out with my brother tomorrow and uh, bring the, bring the family over there and hang out. And uh, I was like, hey, by the way, go watch the Batman tonight. It's going to be great. And it's going to be incredible. Uh, leave your house now, though. It's gonna be a late run. Like I had, right, I, I right. had to tell him that, and he's like, "Nah, man, I can't. I won't be able to do it by the time I by the time I see you tomorrow." I'm like, "Ah, well, you're a loss." So, dude, I, I know a ton of people who aren't seeing it because of the length. Yeah. So, and and I, I do hate that, but just don't tell them how long it runs. 
I, but see, the problem is, like, I felt like I had to. Yes. Because, like, I mean, me knowing, like, my brother's, like, him and his lifestyle, like, his time matters. Yeah. Like, his time. So I'm like, hey, go leave your house now because, like, it's going to be a lengthy movie. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I just had to have I, that. that you, got, you guys both know our buddy Jeff. Jeff was yeah. talking to me on oh, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, because I was talking to him with a bunch of people, and he's like, it's, it's, it's what, two hours? And I said, uh, a little longer than <laughs> that. No, uh, it's more yeah. like three. And he's like. Yeah, no, I, like, I won't be doing it then. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> but again, I mean, yeah, I understand why it was that long. Um, but <laughs> man, I, it's just tough. It's 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 like to have your first movie in a maybe a universe be three hours. Like that's that's bold. It is. You're right. But I don't think it was a bad decision. No, it wasn't. It, it because was able, it, it, could, it could be a slow burn. Like, more and more it people was a are going to... It was a good burn. Yeah, like, it but was. What I mean is, like, more and more people are going to go to the theaters now that they hear how good it was. I yeah. think that will... Because yeah. people still know... I mean, I think people are still recovering from Ben Affleck as Batman. But pe- there's enough people that still remember, like, oh, yeah, Batman. He's the best superhero. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I think most of the world still feels that way. I think so. You know, yeah. so... Yeah, I, I mean, I think there still is a lot of positivity out there. I do, I do think another one of the negatives is unfortunately similar to the um, like what happened with Heath Ledger, you mm-hmm. know, and his portrayal of the Joker from Dark Knight. I feel like originally when he was first cast, people were a little bit, um, you know, hesitant, yeah. hesitant because he pretty boy, Heath Ledger, yeah, 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 pretty boy type of thing, and um, Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson kind of has the same feel coming from the Twilight universe. I feel like there's. You know, a little bit of apprehension you know, about him taking over that role. Now that you say that, though, you're like, like literally like flashback, like when Twilight first came out, Pretty Boy, Vampire Bat. Uh, like we yeah. don't want to see that sparkly guy on the screen, but then now you're like, oh yeah, Pretty Boy, Batman, quote unquote Bat, right? Like, yeah, we want to see him on the screen because like it's you're right, it's like that casting. It's like Heath Ledger, Robert Pattinson, but like now you're. I know Robert Pattinson's a great actor, but now the world knows Robert Pattinson's yeah. a great actor. But I will say to this, and I, I think there's a lot of people who initially felt that way until they watched the first the trailer. Because yeah. I remember a year ago when that first trailer came out, and I think we we probably talked about it on the yeah. podcast, and it was like, that is holy intense. smokes. Yeah. Yes. And he looked, and he's got the look, and he, and he did great. And yeah. By the way, I saw an awesome meme. I think I told you guys this, maybe, but it's something like something to the effect of, Robert Pattinson used to be for the girls, talking about when he yeah. was in Twilight, but now he's for the boys. That's yeah. right, man. That's right. <laughs> I mean, Tenet. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that too. That too. Tenet. Good Times, Tenet. Yeah. Which there was a shout yeah. out Easter egg to like Good Times was kind of like Robert Pattinson's first like uh, introduction to like, oh, hey, I'm more than just Twilight. Yeah. And the the little convenience store that was being robbed in the beginning of the Batman movie was called Good Times. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was great. I loved <laughs> That's it. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. boys. Great movie. Ready to close shop yeah. here? Close yeah. Close it down, baby. All right, well, again, to all of our listeners, if you're still here, you know, we are more than an hour and 20 minutes into this pod. We appreciate you so much. Um, we are, uh, it's still less of a runtime on this podcast than the movie, so we're doing good there. Uh, but we really do appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, you know, uh, I don't know exactly what our next project is. We got to talk about our schedule right when we are done recording this, but uh, be sure to come back, um, join us here in the Royal Geek Podcast. For all of your um, geek movie and TV show um, news and events. Sorry, I'm kind of I'm a little tired right now, so I'm 
This isn't like my best ending. But anyways, for my good friends, Sandy and Shimato, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.